Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Friday, the 12th of August. An Amber Alert has been issued this morning for four missing children in Queensland who were allegedly taken from a property north of Mackay. Our reporter Jessica Heatley has more from our North Queensland newsroom and a warning this story contains some distressing details. Yes, hi Taj. Police are asking for our help. The children aged three, four, seven and eight may be at significant risk. They're all described as Caucasian with slim builds and brown hair. They're believed to be with a 28-year-old man seen heading towards the Bruce Highway Mackay in a 2005 Nissan Patrol with Rego 063 BC9. Police describing him as Caucasian with a solid build, 175 centimetres tall, with a shaven head, bushy beard and multiple face and body tattoos, including Batman Joker-themed facial tattoos. Anyone with information should call 131 564 or triple zero for life-threatening matters. Paul Green is being remembered today by the NRL community as a brilliant player and coach following his sudden death yesterday at the age of 49. He played more than 100 NRL games, debuting with the Sharks in 1994, while as a coach he guided the Cowboys to that epic grand final win in 2015. Great mate and NRL legend Wendell Saylor saying he is absolutely heartbroken. He was one of those blokes that you're always happy to see. Um, very witty guy, uh, typical cheeky halfback, <laughs> but never had a bad word to say about anybody. And, and I've got to be honest, uh, I haven't stopped crying all afternoon because it's just a wave of emotion. Paul Green's family has released a statement saying they are devastated. A minute's silence will be held before every NRL game this weekend. And a reminder, the phone number for Lifeline is 131114. To Friday's other news now, and teachers' pay and workloads will be top of the agenda today when education ministers from around the country meet. It comes as staff are leaving the sector in droves, with New South Wales already proposing increasing salaries up to $130,000. Karina Haythorpe from the Australian Education Union says working conditions and pay for teachers will be discussed. Well, overtime doesn't exist for teachers, but what we know is that the teaching profession are working in excess of anywhere up to 50 to 60 hours per week. And we believe that their uh, paying conditions should reflect um, this work. Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground to New South Wales and the resignation letter of the New South Wales Building Commissioner has now been referred to the Anti-Corruption Commission. It's the latest development in a number of controversies rocking the embattled New South Wales government and our reporter Michaela Savage has the latest from Sydney. That's right, Tash. David Chandler resigned suddenly as Building Commissioner last month. His resignation letter, dated July 7, has been released, detailing his concerns about the relationship between sacked Minister Eleni Petanos and the property development group that hired former Deputy Premier John Barillaro. Mr Chandler said the problems came to a head over the Coronation Property Group's Maryland's development. It comes as a report into the New South Wales Parliament's culture is set to be handed down today, investigating bullying, harassment and sexual misconduct while Mr Barillaro is set to reappear at an inquiry today, looking into his appointment to a plum trade role in New York. To WA now, and a massive hit for Clive Palmer in the defamation battle between him and WA Premier Mark McGowan. But Mr McGowan has admitted that taxpayers could have to pay for some of the costs. 
Our reporter Emma Griffiths has the details from Perth. Yeah, that's right, Tash. It was the final round in what the Federal Court described as a waste of resources. Mining magnate Clive Palmer has now been ordered to pay part of Mark McGowan's legal costs. It comes as evidence reveals the Premier offered a defamation deal to the billionaire to end the dispute before Christmas, but it was turned down. Clive Palmer will now have to pay Mark McGowan's litigation costs from December 22 onwards. Meantime, still no word yet on exactly how much the legal proceedings will cost West Aussie taxpayers. Mr McGowan has told Parliament he doesn't know how much money was spent on the case. I do not know what proportion of any such cost Mr Palmer will be required to pay. But I just want to put it in context. There will be some cost to the state of Western Australia, but that has to be offset against the fact that the Attorney-General and myself saved the state of Western Australia $30 billion and were therefore sued. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Effie Zahos, editor-at-large at Canstar. Effie, good morning. Well, could this be the solution to finally being able to afford to buy a home in Australia, a 50-year home loan? Yeah, look, it's an interesting t- story, Tash. So this is basically the, the US government. It's reported that they're considering 50-year mortgages to help Brits buy a home. And look, we do face similar affordability challenges here. And, you know, the traditional 25-year home loan term, it, that's been stretched out to, to 30 years. And now I note that several banks are offering 40-year home loans. So look, an extended term, Tash, is obviously going to lower your, you know, your loan repayments, but it's not it's not a cheap solution. Obviously, the, the longer the term, the higher interest bill. And I'll give you an example. Let, let's say we've got a 5% interest rate and you move from a 25-year term to a 40-year term. Your repayments are going to fall, yes, by a massive $500, but your interest bill goes up by 280000 So, Tash, I don't think this is going to solve affordability. A serviceability really is only half the problem. Getting that deposit is one of the biggest mm. hurdles and, and that stops a lot of people. And the other big problem here is in Australia, we are buying property later in life, we're borrowing more. So we're we're retiring with huge amounts of mortgage debt. So I I think a 40-year term here will only exasperate the problem. And the suggestion in the UK is that this 50-year home loan could be an intergenerational debt that parents pass on to their children. I guess I wouldn't mind inheriting a mortgage, Tash, so long as it was almost paid off. (laughs) But I don't want to be paying my home loan off at 90 (laughs) if I make it that far. Probably not the solution. (laughs) Now, talking about the rising cost of living, it's really biting so many people at the moment and another insurer is set to lift premiums. Yeah, look, we heard from Global Insurer yesterday when they uh, posted their first half profits. Um, That's QBE. And it um, does predict further increases in premiums. Uh, what they're what they're actually showing is that uh, premiums have increased here in Australia by around about nine percent, um, and it follows actually Suncorp's uh, announcement on Monday. And I suspect we'll hear much the same when it comes to premium hikes from insurer IAG today when it reports its full year profits. Interesting to note that QBE shares did finish a little stronger by the end of the, the by close, up about 3.29% to $12.54. I guess investors liked what they heard around, you know, revenue from premium hikes and higher returns on its investment portfolio. But from a consumer point, this is not good news. I mean, if you think about a 10% hike on premiums in, say, far north Queensland, where they're ridiculously expensive because of the risk of, you know, tropical cyclones. 
it could see people there pay an extra $500 per year on what is already a ridiculously expensive uh, premium of around $5,000 per year. Um, and car insurances, well, they're also going up. You look in Sydney, they've gone up about $172 when you compare 2021 to 2022. That's looking at some CanStar data. So you're paying about $2,000 to insure your car in New South Wales. So this is all putting a huge dent on the household budget. Unfortunately, it comes down to doing things like increase your excess, pay annually if you can, rather than uh, fortnightly or weekly because that gives you a, a, bit, a bit of a discount. Bundle your policies, but just don't auto-renew. When your bill comes in, check it, compare and negotiate. Yeah, great advice as always. Thanks so much, Effie, and happy Friday. Happy Friday to you too. <laughs> Time for Sport Now with Brett Thomas and Brett. A very sombre background to last night's Panthers and Storms clash, of course, following that very sad and sudden death of Paul Green. Yes, good morning, Tash. Fair to say the rugby league world is still in mourning and will be for some time. They held a minute silence at Bluebet Stadium last night before Penrith took on the storm. So uh, the result certainly meaningless uh, following that news, that devastating news yesterday. The storm went on to win the match 16-0. It's the first time in five years that the Panthers have been held scoreless. They were missing a host of their uh, stars, including Nathan Cleary and Jerome Luai for the storm. Cam Munster starred at fullback as uh, they romped to their their third victory in a row. Coach Craig Bellamy can't promise Munster will remain in the number one for the rest of their games. I'm not quite sure that we'll, we'll actually stick to Munster at fullback all the time. But, you know, like I say, we'll, we need to have a bit of a chat about that with the leaders and obviously our halves and see what the coaches think and then and then we go from there. Tonight, the Eels run into the Red Hot Rabbitohs and then we've got to the Warriors at home to the Bulldogs. And to the AFL now and Carlton Brett has cleared its captain after a marathon AFL appeals hearing last night. Yeah, they certainly did. This is a massive for Carlton. I thought there was no chance that they would be successful last night. It took them four and a half hours. They argued that Patrick Cripps was denied natural justice at the tribunal the other night and the appeals board agreed. So he's been freed of that two-match ban for a bump that can cust Callum Archie. So that's the surprising aspect of this, given the focus on protecting the head, that he's essentially been told that that bump on Callum Archie was okay. For Carlton, though, it's massive. They've got two games left to save this season against the Demons tomorrow night, while the Saints are fighting to keep their season alive against the Lions tonight. They're one of the teams who could replace Carlton if they drop their last two games. Uh, but Triple M duo Lee Montagna and Dale Thomas can't see St Kilda winning tonight. A lot to play for, particularly for St Kilda. They need to win one of their last two games. They've got Brisbane at Marvel Stadium. Can anyone see them upsetting Brisbane? No. Brisbane will be winning. Unfortunately, I can't. Brisbane looking pretty sharp now. And Port Adelaide's chairman David Koch has declared that Ken Hinckley will be their coach next season. He had put the coach under the pump, uh, saying that every role at the club would be assessed after a disappointing year missing the finals. But uh, now he's moved to clarify those comments on Channel 7. It's maintained all year Ken Hinckley is contracted and will be our coach in 2023. Robbie Gray, their superstar veteran, will be rested for Sunday's twilight battle with the Bombers, among some other team news this weekend. Uh, the Cats get some big guns back against Gold Coast, including Paddy Dangerfield and Joel Selwood. We're ready. Big weekend ahead in sport. Thanks so much, Brett. Thank you, Tash. And Australians are being encouraged to dig deep today for Red Nose Day. Funds raised will go to vital research into SIDS and stillbirths and also important education campaigns for new parents. 
CEO Karen Ludsky is encouraging everyone to get involved. Help us make sure that the information that we're giving out to new and expectant parents and family members in how to keep their bubs safe both during pregnancy and after is, is easy to access and you know, easily understood so we can minimise the chance of anything bad happening to babies. And funds raised over the past 30 years in Australia have seen an 85% reduction into sudden infant deaths. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the Listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and a lovely weekend. And we'll see you bright and early on Monday. Listener.